When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Tracy Koga, and thanks for downloading this podcast from iLikeYou.com. If you can, give us a follow or subscribe. And remember that all the information about the guests in today's episode can be found at iLikeYou.com. Now, let's get started. I'm Tracy Koga, with something short and fun. This is a Hue Soundbite. Wow, 2020 is already here, and it is a very, very special year because it's leap year. So on February 29th, it'll be the 13th annual Rare Disease Day around the world. But here in Winnipeg, Manitoba, we're going to be celebrating it too as well. So I've got some very special guests here today. I've got Debbie Dutka representing the Rare Disease Foundation Manitoba chapter, Blair Yakimowski, who's going to share his own very personal story and the lovely and very, very informative Dr. Cheryl Rockman-Greenberg. I'm going to start with the doctor. What classifies as a rare disease, Cheryl? Well, thanks very much for having us, Tracy. Uh, I just want to start by saying we're here in the family room of the Children's Hospital Research Institute of Manitoba. You know, this research institute, you know, um, supports research into diseases that affect children and ultimately their families and adults. And um, many of the diseases that are researched here at the Children's Hospital Research Institute are rare. So what is a rare disease? Well, if you add up all the rare diseases, there are probably 6,000 different rare diseases. Most of them are genetic, hence my involvement as a geneticist and also as a pediatrician, and many of them affect children. For most of them, we do not know the cause, and if you don't know the cause, you often don't know how to treat it. But that has dramatically changed over the past several decades. And in particular, the International Rare Disease Day you know, represents the bringing together of researchers and doctors such as myself, families affected by rare diseases, as well as you know, the, the chapter here in Manitoba that helps support the families. So today on International Rare Disease Day, we're bringing together everybody involved in rare diseases and really to increase awareness and ultimately into discovery of new diagnoses and new treatments for rare diseases. And this is, of course, what the foundation of a research institute is all about. Correct. Debbie, so what is your connection with all of this and why are you part of the Rare Disease Foundation? So I have a grandson who has a rare disease. Mm-hmm. Um, it was found when he was five days old. Well, actually, I guess two days old. But five days old, he was quite sick. And we'd gotten a call saying he had a rare metabolic disease um, called galactosemia. And it affects one in 60,000 kids. So just that alone scared the whole family, and we didn't know how to handle it. So we were put in touch with Rare Disease Foundation through doctors and nurses and resources. and. I wasn't very much involved in the beginning because I was kind of scared and hesitant. But as my grandson got older, and I'm his primary caregiver, I needed more resources involved. So I got very much more involved and became one of the co-chairs. Oh, nice. So what 
did the foundation do for you? And then now let's talk about the Manitoba chapter and what you are now giving back to. So the Rare Disease Foundation is a parents group in BC. They've been going on for 10 years. They have a lot of resources um, with all the different doctors, therapists, resources that are available for all families. Um, people with rare diseases don't always have a diagnosis, so they support them with that. They help bring awareness. Um, and they support our Manitoba chapter along with all the other chapters across Canada. So in our case, our chapter is still fairly new and young. Um, it's growing, um, but more on the social media side. Right. We're eventually going to be having group meetings once a month, uh, supports. We go find resources. We go visit families in the hospital, or we support them when they're having a lot of medical issues. In my case right now, we're dealing with the education, and then some of them we have to also deal with having to get medication that they need if there is some available, which isn't very often. Yes, and I guess that can be a very big problem too, right? And cost and everything that involved. Blair, I'm just going to pass it over to you now. Um, former politician, but always a politician at heart, but always on the outside, very active, uh, very vibrant. Uh, you're always committed, but there is a stronger story why you're very, very uh, vocal about Rare Disease Day. Yeah, because I have a rare disease. Uh, I have a condition called hereditary angioedema. And it causes localized swelling. It could be the hands, the feet. Um, sometimes my intestines will swell, which is extremely painful, or it can be life-threatening when my throat swells. So a time like Rare Disease Day and a Rare Disease Foundation can bring attention to diseases. So it's a time, it's a day in the year where we can give thanks to the people who are doing the research. There are new medications that I have now that I will call miracle drugs and there's new research going on for different types that are easier to administer but also to thank those friends and family and researchers who are supporting us. Um, my wife um, takes care of me uh, when I ever, whenever I need uh, an infusion uh, of the medicine. Um, thank you to her uh, for doing that. But as a politician if I can bring attention to the disease or we can find a way to cre create an advocacy right. so that there can be more investment in research, more investment in treatment options. I was fortunate, I was asked a couple years ago to attend the uh, Network of Rare Blood Disorders, a conference in Ontario. And I went there as a new politician, I was on a panel, and the question was, what is a polit or what can they do to advocate with politicians to get drugs approved? Well, I spoke on the panel, and not realizing it, a year later, someone came to me and said, the information that you gave us, we used that when we went to British Columbia, we got a new drug approved. Wow. So it's creating the talk, the discussion, um, and also when you're part of a rare disease, growing up for me and for my family, uh, my mom has it, my sister has it, I have some cousins who have it. Uh, can you get tested for it? I mean, and you yeah. have a family too? We get tested fairly young, and, and we're actually fortunate it stops at my generation. My cousins in that, uh, I've been fortunate, I have three children, none of them uh, have the disease. Uh, my other cousins through not having children or adopting or the luck of the draw haven't passed it on either. So when you have this disease, when I was growing up, we always considered it our sickness. Mm -hmm. And then we had an event with um, one of the drug companies, I think it was either uh, CSL Bering or Shire, had an information. And I'm in a room with 30 other people 
and many of them have disease. Something, you're no longer alone. Even though your disease is rare, you're not alone. There's other people who have it. And when I was a politician, I, I met people like Debbie who, uh, learning about tough to say diseases, galactosemia, or um, uh, speech apraxia, or apraxia of speech. Um, a friend of mine who has familial polyposis. You find more people that have this and you connect and you're there to support each other. So, uh. Well, it's uh, again, it's just all about talking and communication. So Deb, Debbie, the uh, big day on February 29th here in Manitoba, Definitely. what's going to happen? Well, we're trying to um, organize something possibly at uh, Sky. Uh, it's not confirmed yet, so don't quote me on that, but it will be on social media and it will be advertised through the media itself. Uh, we also were looking at possibly having some venues that we had at the very beginning when we first were advertising Rare Disease Day, and that was at the malls. So we're going to try to bring some more attention to that. It's all about awareness. It is, yes. Um, one of the things that I really, when I first started bringing out uh, Rare Disease Day, was I sat in a Safeway mall and I was talking to a family and just being able to connect with them. It doesn't matter, I can't say his rare disease either, <laughs> but I know. I, we all understand the same thing. We all have the same struggles. So it brings comfort to all of us. Like other parents, people with their kids, we all face the same struggles, the challenges, having to access the resources or the medications or the schooling, all these kind of things. And we have to do the same fight, regardless of with politicians. <laughs> Smile. Blair is our biggest advocate. Oh, <laughs> well, I know. And, 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 and there are other politicians that, you know, yes. because of my connection as an elected official in the past, I have that in, and I know a lot of other elected officials in, in Manitoba, and we'll be connecting with them and making sure that they're aware of it on that day. Right. One of the things that we talk about on rare disease, because it's often rare genetic disorders. So, we say, put your genes out there. Show your, show, show us your genes. That's why I'm wearing my jeans so today. So I wanna, yeah. So if we can get show your genes. Yeah, if we can get other politicians, I'm going to be talking to um, many of my former colleagues in the Manitoba Legislature, as well For as sure. members of Parliament and City Councilors, and let them know and bring attention to it on February 29th, which is a rare day. Definitely, Debbie. If people want more information, where can they go to? So we do have a, a Facebook page. Um, it's Manitoba Family uh, Rare Diseases. At the same time, we will have it advertised on different social medias. They can also get a hold of their genetic doctors and nurses because they will have the information available to them. Perfect. Too. Yes, so just give Dr. Cheryl Rockman Greenberg a phone call. But uh, <laughs> anything, last words, Cheryl, to wrap uh, up? Well, I think Debbie and Blair really summed it all up about the significance of International Rare Disease Day. And although each individual rare disease is very rare, when you add them all together, probably 1 in 10 and 1 in 12 people have a rare disease. And as a clinician, as a researcher, having partnerships with families and people within in government is absolutely essential to be able to move this field forward and to ensure people with rare diseases have access to the same resources and drugs as people with common diseases. Well, I thank all of you and everyone. February 29th, show your genes. It's Rare Disease Day. And again, just make, make your voice heard and communicate with those that do have a family member suffering from a rare disease because uh, your words and your comfort are all good. Thanks for listening. This has been a production of ilikeq.com. 
podcast distribution from the Sound Off Media Company. Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent. Almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.